Zach could just spill his beer on his leg. Speaking of bad starts, Speaking of bad starts. Though, to be fair, it was Modelo, so it's not really. It's not a no great loss. Yeah. Boy, we're in good spirits after that long audio setup. That was a long setup, yeah. So, all right, so much to cover. We're getting. Who's in the house tonight, Liza? Yeah. Who are these mystery voices on the phone? Who's talking now? <laughs> In the house tonight, we've got Douglas. Yo. Adrian. Hello. Me, this is Liza. We got Knock. Yeah, uh, I'm Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Bagel. Bonsoir. We got Mike. Hi, Was it Handsome Johnny? Handsome, handsome no. Johnny. Johnny, Johnny handsome. Johnny handsome. Johnny handsome. I like that. Johnny oh, wow. handsome. Sexy Johnny. And well, you then, know the whole like threesome, twosome, handsome thing. No, oh, hey. And then we is that got by yourself or? this is on. Zach. I am Zach. <laughs> Zach. Zach, I am. Zach, handsome. Okay, so you, uh, who here went flat tracking on New Year's Day? I did. Wow, you want to tell us about it? It was fun. So this was in somebody's yard, right? This is yep. in somebody's backyard in San Jose. <laughs> wow, awesome. it was fucking rad. <laughs> So the track actually was not very big. It was very small, but it was a, it was a, a, a decent oval for backyard. Um, <laughs> the lap times were like maybe eight to ten seconds if you were getting going pretty good. <laughs> wow! Um, but it was really fun because it was really technical. It was a very tight turn, and you had a lot to experiment. Um, there was no races or heats or anything like that. Everybody just got on a bike and went around in circles, and you know you had to avoid people going slower than you, but you could you know practice passing people and and getting your rear end to slide out and tilting the bike and sitting on the fucking side of the bike nice so it was really cool to uh sit on these really tiny bikes because uh, they had a, a 230 <laughs> yeah 230 cc, uh, CC limit with uh wow. stock pipes um and this is uh an annual event this and guy named four Matt. strokes only <laughs> yeah four, uh, four strokes only uh, this is a guy named matt so it's it's bad matt's annual flat track event wow. So um yeah we did that on on New Year's Day it was a lot of fun and he had some food going and some some beers and stuff so it was I it was, saw the, it was uh, a ton of fun I saw the video of you riding the fifty yeah no <laughs> it was a seventy like above, it was, it a, was 70 a seventy your legs were above your head that thing was really fun <laughs> but it was uh, it was no clutch it was automatic so yeah. it was it was hard to get it to slide in the turn oh I see because yeah. you gotta use the clutch um mm. but it was uh, it was still fun after the after I could not lift my leg to take my boots off because imagine like holding your leg up like you're you know standing on, yeah <laughs> for like for like an hour and a half and then try lifting it after that it just doesn't happen well unless you got the endurance so she got any, a thigh master <laughs> any good stacks no no i slid out a couple times um there a couple other people slid out no one really stacked that hard though i mean you're only going for 12 13 miles an hour but uh uh, there was a couple guys with drones with the GoPro and everything, so there was some good footage, a ton of photos. So if you want to check it out, um, 
Yeah, probably Foshi a tough shit. I don't know who has them. <laughs> uh, Foshi has them. I think he took like a thousand photos. Yeah, he has, he has like a that. thousand seven photos. There's some. There's some. There's, it was really fun. I mean, I'd definitely do it again. Mm-hmm. But I, I would like to do it on a, on a much larger track. That sounds. Awesome. I actually had had faster times on the TTR 125 than I did the 230. Really? Yeah, smaller bike. Yeah. Oh, now we got to get a bike. You're just able for to that. maneuver it better. Yeah, it felt like after getting on the 230 after the 125, it felt like it was too much. And well, boss, boss Lee's sleeping. And <laughs> He's sleeping hard. Fuck out. <laughs> He's not waking up. <laughs> some of us, today. some of us went dirt biking yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, though some of us did it at different parks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell us that story, Liza? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, the reading comprehension failed. <laughs> Lucas and Jake and I went dirt biking at Hollister, and we had an awesome time. That we kept looking for Adrian, who was supposed to be there, and never showed up. Um, because I was the one who said, "The hey, let's go dirt biking tomorrow. Let's all go to Metcalf." In my original, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, that was more than five words. She should have took my that left at Albuquerque. Yeah, let's go dirt biking tomorrow. Anything after that just goes to the wayside. <laughs> right. So um, I had a good time at Metcalf. Um, <laughs> though I was solo, so I didn't push it too much on the hard blacks. <coughs> but, yeah, you know, got there and was like, it took me a little while to warm up and get in the groove. Um, is that when you broke your bike? Um, unknown. Uh, it either broke yesterday or at the camping event, because of the last two times I um, went riding with it. And, yes, my broken bike, um, as I was doing diving into look at the throttle cable issue of one being too short um i was taking off panels i noticed my subframe has a nice wonderful crack through the rear of it it's not even just a single crack it's like a no. double it's it's crack. a looks it's, like a slight impact and a torsion fracture no it's like it's severed it's totally it, it was shattered yeah yeah so it was either um because there was no major get-offs either the camping trip or yesterday i mean the only thing i can think of is there was one um that it was on gruesome gary um, which, if you go to Metcalf, like you're supposed to occasionally, <laughs> um, you'll know. <laughs> um, nice. It was on a nice, like, rock step downhill with a little channel cut through the center. I basically hit it too far. I was too far over the bars and endoed a little bit and went to Ooh. the side. So that could have been it, or it could have been the complete, utter newbie slide I did at the beginning. Awesome. Well, uh, Lucas and Jake and I got up quite early and went out to Hollister, which was so packed. Mm. Was it? But even when it's so packed that you can't find a parking spot for your trailer, and we, we got like the literally the last picnic table in the entire park. It was at the very back. Mm. Um, the trails weren't that crowded. I still haven't figured out where everyone goes. Motocross track. I guess so. It's red, it's red sticker season. So. Oh, okay. Um, the dirt was perfect. It was at where like you had patches of dry dirt, but then you had patches of dark colored earth that it just mm-hmm. churned up. Yeah, and you see that and you go like, oh. Yep. Um, yeah, Metcalf conditions were a little dusty. They had some hard pack from some mud yeah. that um, it was at the bottom of a saddle right before the hillside track. It's like you go over it and then there's these probably six to eight inch deep ruts and about four of them across. I don't like Ooh. those. No, especially because you're carrying a lot of speed at this point, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, so you either have slam on the brakes or do really good aiming with your front tire. Well, uh, Jake broke the XL175 on the first run. Again. Again? Again. <laughs> Again. 
The clutch you keep cable. saying Jake breaks the bikes. That no, thing Jake, just breaks. Yeah, 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 regardless of rider. Yeah. She's just a weak link tester. I, for the yeah. record, I ride it around town and it doesn't break on me. You she takes it, it down dirt and A fraction and of it. the amount she rides it. Um, so, yeah, she broke that. The, it turns out the clutch cable just came loose from the clutch lever at the uh, engine. Gotcha. Um, so it wasn't actually snapped or frayed or anything. It, no, and you know what? I feel bad because she said uh, the both her and Lucas said the clutch cable broke and I never actually inspected it. You never actually died. It. Oh. it wasn't until they pulled the bike out today to fix it and I noticed that it was it was complete up at the lever. And I went, well, hold on a minute. What broke? What broke. And then I started saying, well, take that cover off. Let's slip. Oh, and it just slipped off. That's all. Mm. So that wasn't a big deal. But um, I was really proud of Jake because I sent her out on the XR350. Mm-hmm. Um, the first hurdle was figuring out how to get it off of the kickstand because she's little and it is biggish. Um, and she just, yeah, she can't reach the ground. So she had to learn how to do the standing to the side with one leg just barely over and then start to push it upright and then hop up on top and then tiptoe. You know, if she's learning this at 16, though, if she's learning this shit now, she's going to be set to ride whatever bike she wants yeah. to when That's she's in her true. 20s. And then she had to kickstart it on her, on her own. We weren't going to do that for her. And she, it like took all of her weight. And to, <laughs> I bet she's <laughs> standing on the kickstarter. Like, Move down. Well, she would stand up on it, but it would go halfway down as she was standing up. And then she'd come then down, but she's slow. only getting a half right. stroke. So oh, it took wow. a long time to figure out. I told her, like, go stand on a Moto Bandito weight backpack <laughs> <laughs> for Kickstarter. No. Nice. Leg weights. Yeah, yeah leg weights. That's right. all you need. Yeah, just It's like a fucking brick that you strap to your <laughs> leg. Just Barbell leg and zip ties. Yeah. That's all you need. Um, <laughs> but she finally figured out how to start it, and we sent her off into the world, and she went and did a bunch of runs by herself. And Lucas went off by himself, and then um, Jake came back, and I went off, and Jake and Lucas and I went. You know, if uh, you made it to Metcalf, there was an extra bike in the back of my truck. <laughs> it worked out because Lucas and I went on some run that was a lot more technical than I thought it would be, and we both took a beating. Was this Lake Road? Yeah. Oh, Lake is fun. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say, though. I, I, I'm I, not sure that little girls should be allowed to ride. You're just tired of them whipping your ass. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. Conversation over. Up. Yeah. Here's, here's the reason why. I almost killed three of them. It might have been the same three little girls all dressed in pink on three different bikes. I'm not sure. They look alike in their pink gear. But, well, um, that's because there's only pink gear. Here's what I found. Yeah. <laughs> I would get stuck behind children, right? But the little boys... Even though they're like, because they weave across you, you can't safely pass them because they're unpredictable. And we'll just, they're unaware that you're on their tail and just kind of weave across the, the path. Um, the little boys, at least, they're weaving and are out of control, but they go faster than me. The little girls keep slowing down to be cautious, and that's when I keep almost running into them. <laughs> I almost killed three of them. Kilt? Kilt. Kilt. <laughs> One, and I, the fourth was a grown woman. Who was on one of the paths talking to one of her friends and without looking down the one-way trail just turned her back to me to walk across the trail. Oh. This is as I was avoiding somebody coming the wrong way on the trail towards oh. me. Jeez. And I yeah, was just there like, are morons out there. Y'all yeah. are gonna mm. 
So yeah. it's just you, like driving on the road, you're saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are, you, are you telling me uh, dirt bikes need horns now? Is that what yeah, you're Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, so we had a really good time, and I'm sore today, and Lucas is sore, and we all actually pushed our um, abilities a bit, and the dirt was like glue. It was awesome. Nice. Cool. And was it muddy or you just wait till you get some new know. tires on one of your dirt bikes? I <laughs> you're know, gonna, right? you're be like, it's like riding on the street. Jake is running the XL175 on those vintage tires with cracks in it. <laughs> That's just not right. You just and she just rides it. It's a, it's a goat. It just yeah, she loves that thing. But um, so that was fun. Um, let's get to what we did today because wow, we were packed. I yeah, we avoided packed. a near death huh. experience. Oh morning. yeah, I uh, so did I sort of. <coughs> well, so, I avoided it because he missed it, me. <laughs> today, was a, today started with a nice uh, breakfast ride early in the morning. Mm-hmm. A bunch of us met here to go ride along the coast to go down have some breakfast. So, knock. You want to tell us how the ride went? Oh, uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> okay, thank you. Anything special you want to share with the group? We, uh, we, we pull out of the parking lot of the garage here and manage to go about 50 feet. 50 feet. Something like that. <laughs> when not decided seconds. to pull a wheelie. It was, uh, yeah. it was the yeah. length of one yuh uh. It was a It was a So what happened was. Uh, what happened was. <laughs> what happened was. Uh, I was behind Doug maybe about yeah, 20, 30 feet, and I thought we were going straight. Uh, Around here? The, yeah, I know. And what were you riding? I was riding my XR, and uh, I decided to, you know, hoist a little mini wheelie. And uh, as I was coming down, uh, I realized, oh shit, he's turning right, and Doug's in front of me, and so uh, to avoid hitting him, I lightly touched the brakes, and this was before the front wheel came down, and so (laughs) as I came down, I guess I touched the brakes a little further, and... uh, the front end washed. It just out. washed. Yeah. So it's, was your front wheel locked when it hit the ground? It locked when it oh, hit the ground. Oh. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Ryan was behind me, and he said that uh, he saw two skid marks. Apparently, I did touch the rear brake to slow down, and then, uh, but the front brake was applied too. So there was, you know, it was. Uh, so your wheel went sideways. On it you. was sideways. Yeah, my front wheel oh. went. To the, it's like it happened so quickly. It's like you know how you do wheelie and you land. You're like, okay, cool. This was wheelie straight to my head to the ground. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I slid about maybe like thirty feet or something Jesus. across the intersection. And uh, first thing I did was, oh, it was the bike? It was the bike? And uh, I got up. My buddy Ryan got the bike for me. You like, know, Dude. that's what everyone else said at first too. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I know <laughs> totally. Uh, that's the important question. My buddy Ryan grabbed my bike and he goes, "I just go on the side of the road. I got your bike." I'm like, "All right, sure." And uh, like <coughs> ten seconds after that, my shoulder shoulder started hurting and. And so, yeah, I stacked a, a wheelie at first for shitty landing on a wheelie. Yeah. So, at least you didn't land it on a Vespa. No, I didn't yeah. land it on a scooter. I didn't land it on anything. I was actually got lucky that there's no, there, were nobody, uh, there was nobody in the intersection. Yeah. And uh, minimal damage to my bike. My, yeah, your bike is fine. Yeah, it's the it's a uh, super motor. My, yeah, my freaking uh, triple T's weren't even out of shape. Yeah. It was just scuffs on my handguard and my uh, rear, rear uh, crash bars. I, I want to point out that... Everything on you that was there to protect did. Oh, on yeah. your jacket, you have like a metal plate on your shoulder. Yeah. And that t- took the whole scrape. And your sl- frame sliders. Yep. 
took it. I mean, and everything. The bark busters, the bark and the barkbusters. The barkbusters. Yep. Everything did its yeah. job. I, totally I felt fun. really bad because, like, I'm now that guy, like, holding everybody out. <laughs> You're really the guy. You know, I was like, dude, just go uh, meet you there. Because, no, no, we're going to sit around and we'll humiliate you and for watch five you. more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Make you feel guilty for holding us up. in for a little bit. You know? <laughs> like, all right, fine. You're not escaping it. No, yeah. I know. And so uh, I squared away. Uh, bike was flooded. He kicked it over a couple times and it started. You know, uh, surprisingly, yeah, it started when I pulled up. Kicks. You looked like your bike was facing the opposite direction, and it yeah. was dead in the middle of the intersection. So you yeah. must have came down and just fell right there and just started sliding. Yeah, Mike has mm. some footage of it. Unfortunately, <laughs> no footage of the actual crash. Just me picking my sorry ass off the ground, limping. So. That's hilarious. Limping, yeah. yeah, dragging yeah. your leg. Uh, with uh, all yeah. I, I was in front of him. All I heard was a rev behind me and then I looked in the rear view and everybody was stopped I'm like oh shit somebody, <laughs> somebody <laughs> fucking stacked fucking idiot yeah I think we were the last one before the next group came up yeah so I don't think anybody actually saw it but yeah that was um, I've done stupid shit before so you know I wasn't too embarrassed alright you know like two weeks we're not, gonna, shit again. we're not gonna remember what yeah, happened anyway I like to call my that, that uh, it's called Lucasing yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he's not here so we can rip yeah. on him I like how as soon as we left the restaurant after breakfast you did it again you, yeah well like what am I not gonna do wheelies you yeah you, you back on the horse exactly yeah. alright back on that horse so like um, in my mind I was thinking you know what I should have done I always like replay these kinds of crashes what should I have done to prevent this from happening um, obviously, maybe I should have just kept it on the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I no that wasn't really an option. I should have given... slept in this morning. Yeah, my first mistake was getting up and going to ride with you, ding nogs. Um, no, I just give myself more space, and when uh, I just give myself, more, I, I just ran out of space. Uh, well, it's because I it's, fucking cut right in no, front of you. No, it's absolutely not your fault. Uh, you cut I, in front I know of it's me, not but my it's not fault, fault, but it, that's what happened. The, uh, the replay of You ran was, out of space because I was turning right. Uh, I ran out of space because I was too close to not realize that you could have been turning right. It's right. an intersection. Exactly. Anything happens on an intersection, you know? And... Uh, I didn't see your turn signals blinking because my fucking nose was in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I know for a fact they were on. Yeah, uh, Ryan said that yes, his your signals were on. So yeah. like, yeah, I just, I just for the rest of the ride, I made sure to fucking hold my arms. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're going left now. Yeah. Nobody wheelie behind me. Yeah, the big stand up, both hands pointing sideways. Yeah, the <laughs> big neon arrow. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, then we did a just a quick coastal ride to get yeah. a cre- chap- crappy breakfast, and then uh, yeah, came back and to the garage. And, and yeah, yeah, I, I like. Uh, I think we posted a picture, and it's what, Adrian. You the one who said like, yeah, our winters suck. I, I didn't say that. That's oh, somebody I else said, said that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, our winters totally suck. Yeah, people are out jogging, and it's nice. It was really, it, it's a nice little Yeah, the ride. sky was amazing this morning. The sky over the ocean? Yeah. Hmm. It was crazy. You know what was crazy? We pulled up, and it's like 50, 60. We, the moment we got into the courtyard, it was like 70 degrees. Yeah. No wow. air movement. Yeah. It was trippy. It was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. So, all right. So today, did anyone work on anything significant, just to cover real quick? I think who got the most done today? Uh, I feel like I, I think probably you. Mike. Yeah, probably yeah. Mike. Mike. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah, you bought a new bike. I did. Yeah. What did you yeah. buy? I bought a uh, an SV six fifty S. What possessed you to do that? Oh three. Um, I was convinced that it would be faster than my Yamaha V Star. <laughs> and if it came true, so yeah. I had to test out that theory. Um, Is it true? 
Uh, yeah, considerably. <laughs> considerably. So that's, that's surprising. Are you going to keep the V-Star? Or you, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, so I can ride it. You know what the proper number of bikes is? Uh, there's never enough. Nope. N plus N one. N plus one, one more. <laughs> yeah. There's always one plus more. N being what you currently have. Yeah. All right. I got the, the bike in San Francisco, and the guy um, posted an ad, and he said, custom work done. No. <laughs> Air quotes. I thought I was, I thought I was a deal. So you know, so not I, factory. Yeah. I wanted to point out um, that. Oh well, first I want to give out the most helpful award today goes to Stan. Oh, dude, that guy was Yeah, he was oh, diagnosing yes. and helping. He Luke, stayed all day. Lucas yeah, and not close second. Lucas was actually being very helpful. Yeah, He's very Lucas helpful with girls. I didn't I get one fucking lick of help yeah, from surprise. Lucas or Stan. So <laughs> fuck them both. Um, but yeah, I know, Mike. Last week when you brought your bike and it's like a you know it's like a five footer from five feet. It looks awesome. Yeah. Then I got a little closer and I started seeing that looks like not the right color what color it's like spray painted then i saw the overspray on the colors. engine and the hmm. tubes underneath and i realized this person spray painted it zip tied fairings without removing <laughs> the plastics i said row, row, we're gonna have to go through everything because hmm. if they take a shortcut like that you never know what else mm-hmm. um so we did find some janky wiring oh yeah just oh, yeah. you know like bad um connections every single connection with the wire was basically like it looked like just a little twisted. fist of wires with oh. tape twisted together <laughs> that's the roll of that's the roll of duct tape yeah right? it's oh, like yeah. the guy just took his fingers and was like oh this is great this is perfect i can't wait to see these lights oh he had tape solder on there <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah i meant uh, electrical yeah. tape yeah. yeah yeah wow but so. your biggest problem is that your headlight isn't working, and Stan helped you figure out that it's the ballast. The ballast. Yeah, we stripped it down. We went from front to back. We pulled everything off, um, and then we, because I, I got a, um, a voltage, what is it? Multimeter. 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 And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we went through, and we just tested every connection, you know, from the starting point back. And then we finally determined, because I can't use the multimeter on the HID ballast because it'll just blow it out. So, um, yeah, it was the ballast. That's where we isolated it, too. uh, Is it okay if I make fun of you a little now? Absolutely. Oh, my God, this is so precious. I showed you, Douglas. He said, I I went and I got these uh, butt splice connectors so that Uh, I could make the, you know, fix it. And he had two packages, two different sizes. They were both blue butt splice connectors. He got the 75 and the 25. (laughs) It's like, bless your little heart. That's the count, not the size. It's the quantity. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, this must be the smaller one and this must be the bigger one. For those. For those who don't know, they're color-coded to size, so <laughs> they were all blue. Yeah. So I donated them. <laughs> and we can always use those. So now we have 100. Yeah. <laughs> we, we use those all the lot. I also did your rear brakes. You yeah. did your brakes, too. Yeah, so that's it. So I, I, we figured out the wiring. I disconnected the front. I did some rewiring. Um, and then uh, we kept going back. I got new brake pads for the, for the back, and there were some issues with that. One of the bolts was stripped. And yeah, I would say like Stan and Lucas were just totally on on it. Like I, it would have taken me three or four times as long if they just pointed it out and told me what to do. So cool. it's good to get to watch them do it. I'm really glad that Lucas is like just diving in and helping yeah, everybody. He's yeah. definitely stepping cool. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was kind of Johnny on the spot today. 
Yeah. Just edit that part out. So, so you guys, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you had a strip thread and you just chased it with the taps there, right? Is that what it was? Well, he tried the taps, but they it wasn't the right size. So what they did was they um they the took bolt. the Dremel and they stripped down some of one side of the bolt, and when they put it in, it kind of cleaned it. Oh, cool. It kind of like you know, like a self-tapping screw. Right. Kind of chased it with the bolt exactly, or, or I yeah, chased it. With and the then bolt. I think they took a little bit off of the um, like there's like a flat part on the back of the bolt. Mm. Um, so they would seat a little bit deeper because when you when we put the the bolt into the other side of yeah. the brake caliber, it wouldn't quite get to those last couple oh, threads. That right. Were, so they they took that part off so that when it went through, they cleaned it out and then they put it back in and. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was good to see it. I, I've only ch- changed brakes once, and my dad did it. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, I'm glad that everyone was here to help because yeah. that let uh, Douglas and I work on our projects. Yeah, we, yeah it was. Uh, it was uh, sorry, I got. Uh, it was a full service though. You did the brakes and you bled the brakes and bled yeah. the brakes. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, the whole the whole nine yards. Well, good. And then um, you're trying to find a ballast for your bike because we can ask our listeners for help. What? So it's yeah. a what year for model? For HID. Um, and and we'll. Are you just going to get a whole Me and him kit? found it. Yeah, we oh, found a, a kit and we, we ordered it Thank already. Thank you, Bagel, for helping him. Oh, you yeah, ordered it already. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Cool. Sweet. Yeah, I ordered it. I'm like uh, worse than my wife with Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> that pay it, uh, buy it now button, uh, it's, yeah, yeah, one it's dangerous. One click. Right. Yeah. Jonathan did something today, too. Yeah, what'd Something's you do, Jonathan? Oh, uh, I, I just messed around with the katana a little bit. I, I, I was originally coming down thinking that I would help Zach with the with the 900C out there, but... Um, yeah. Uh, what today was shadow day for me so yeah so i next uh, week yeah so uh so yeah you know I, i've i've had the i've had the had the low beams not working on that katana for a long time so i thought i'd kind of mess around yeah we that. had two bikes with the lights not quite working yeah yeah and and stan uh stan actually was a big big help to me too and also knock you know it's, i started off with knock until he and i were both stumped and then stan stepped in and he had some ideas and so yeah so did you get it fixed no okay no yeah we traced it down to our you guys traced it down to uh starter uh headlight relay yeah headlight well, relay? well we worked out that like you know it wasn't anything up at the up near the headset it wasn't mm-hmm. the switch in the ignition switch and it By wasn't it wasn't the control pod so he said fuse we checked Check the fuses the, okay. dandy and no. he said his next thought was the headlight relay and you know by that time it was about 3 30 and i hadn't had lunch and one of the problems with the katana of course is that it's like a mile of plastic to take off so (laughs) maybe like uh, mason knows all about it he's uh hungry jonathan all right maybe uh maybe next week we'll take the take the plastic off and try to find that headlight really well cool so i wanted to take a chance to what what you have you're contesting uh-huh. something everybody else what? Did, yeah. yeah i know what but did bagel do i did shit today too yeah yeah everybody did shit but we've got a lot to talk about today and we're yeah i did we, an oil change yeah <laughs> worked on the xr worked on the drz okay yeah. thank you very much yeah. so yeah, but you got the xr running exactly? we got the xr running so uh, the XR, yeah, exactly. i just want to touch on the xr because i know a couple okay. of our listeners want to hear about the xr <laughs> so knock was right he said buy the 68s slow jet as far as get you know the starting and idling and the low end of the throttle uh, done right. So I found a 68S jet. It was impossible to find. It was at powerbarn.com? Powerbarn.com. Yeah. And uh, it was like six or seven bucks. And I put that thing in, and it fucking started right up, and it just purrs. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, it purrs nice. great. That sounds nice. And, uh, that, that was worth it. That was worth it. Totally worth it. And, um, yeah, just finishing up the wiring harness, and then it should be good to go soon. What's that website again? 
Powerbarn. Powerbarn.com. I've never heard of it. That's cool. Yeah. They had they some have carbs sh- and stuff like that. There's some for shit I c- you cannot find anywhere else. Yep. Yep. Ooh. So that was cool. Anyone else got anything to yeah, add? Zach, yeah, Zach. I did I did front brake pads, which oh. was very straightforward. Um, on the shadow. On the shadow. Um, and they're feeling good. Um, and the cool thing I... I'm working on trying to switch something over from the right side cover, get a part out of that, but that didn't happen uh, yet. Um, mm. But the cool thing I did was rebuild part of my shifter linkage. So to, oh, that's right. So with a universal part, because the original assembly is all riveted together, so if anything mm. shears, you have to buy an entire new assembly, new pedal, mm. new transmission piece, new connecting rods, new swivel joints, um, all riveted together. So I just bought a swivel joint, but with the right size, th- screwed the rod right into it and put a bolt through. Pounded nice. out, pounded out the rivet on the shifter pedal, and now I can replace it with generic parts. I don't have to order the whole assembly anymore. Now it can oh, come cool. loose on the freeway and fall. But if it does, but if it comes loose or breaks, I just need to throw a new bolt in. Yeah. I don't need to order. And they're like assembly. pretty common size bolts, yeah. Uh, six, yeah, six mil. Six mil, yeah. Okay. Sweet. So I have an email to read. Uh, this is from Tony from China slash Australia. Huh? Hmm. Tony. Well, which one is it? They're pretty close well, to each other. Tony says, hey, guys, love the shows. I've binged on about 25 shows, and I'm nearly up That's to your most hardcore. recent. I'm an Australian currently living in Beijing, China. I teach economics at an international school and ride my fling poo. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> what? Which is a, his fling poo. It's a Shinare 250 Super Motard. He rides it to work each day. Uh, he's lived, worked, and ridden bikes in the Philippines and Vietnam, plus Australia, but sadly doesn't know any other motorcyclists, so listening to our podcasts make him feel like uh, he has something to belong to. Cool, right on, yeah. man. Yeah. Cool. Um, he says it's it's being it's fun being introduced to all the new people that drop by your garage, hearing their stories and their issues with the bikes. I myself try to work on my bikes, but mostly I just tinker and destroy stuff. Yeah, it's <laughs> right here. Sounds like sounds a... familiar. If I had to give any recommendations, they would be. Uh, one, visit Vietnam and ride small bikes around the countryside. It's great, cheap so fun. What's a small bike out there, though? Like 100, uh, 100, 100 25. Yeah. No, no, no supermoto, 400 supermotos out there? No. Great, cheap fun, fantastic culture, and sensational food. Number two, he says, always wear a good helmet. He wore a dodgy one once and broke his neck and face in a crash. <laughs> wow. oh, that's it. Are you sure it wasn't like a bucket that was inverted? Mm-hmm. And yeah. number three, he says, <laughs> watch out for listening? distracted drivers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, over in China, every mofo in a cage is texting while driving, and they are poor drivers to start <laughs> oh, with. Oh, yeah. Watch out for ding-dongs doing wheelies in intersections. Yeah. 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 So he says, uh, keep yeah. up the great work and entertainment. Uh, P.S. His up-the-butt bike would have to be the new Cowie H2R. Yeah. yeah. Yum. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think there's going to be... There's going to be a lot of violations. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what kind of violations? You have to go to traffic school. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that really the business that Carol Sucky wants to get into? <laughs> Liza, guess what time it is. What time is it? It's time for the Craigslist Porn Pick of the Week! Is there one? There is! There is! Actually, okay, so here's the story. Uh, As as people may or may not know, Megan hates her XR200. 
You can hear my eyes rolling, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> so we're thinking of getting her a CR85 big wheel. <laughs> Super light, lots of power for an 85. Was that uh, about making noise by throwing things? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, she forwarded me this link today. So it's 2003 CR85 for 500 bucks. Mm. However, mm. it says, uh, here's the ad. I have an 03 CR85. Everything is good, but it has a broken third gear. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, Everything is good except it's bucks, totally so. effed up. Parts bike. So it comes with an extra big wheel swing arm asking 500 OBO. If interested, text John. Now, if you walk away with this thing for 400 bucks, you spend maybe like... 400 bucks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 150 less than that on parts. You just got to rebuild the engine. Yeah, no, yeah. we just got it. It's a two-stroke. It's an 85 two-stroke. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, well, but you still got to split this bike to get into easy. the transmission. Sure, pretty though. easy, though, yeah. You know how many cases I've split? Um, yeah. This, um, this bike, we're, uh, fixed and ready to go. Uh, green sticker 03 is probably worth around twelve to $1,500. Oh, wow. Yeah. And how much time is it going to take to crack the cases? A couple days. A couple days. But yeah. honestly, what else do we do on Sundays? Yeah. True. If you want to learn how to work on an engine, that would probably be a simple. This would be a great first on. engine to work. Yeah, because yeah. it's yeah. small two and it's stroke. simple. It's light. You can yep. lift it, and uh, it's two stroke. So it's a good potential project. Usually, uh, but then again, if thir- so, uh, that could are be, used transmissions available? Things. So um, it could be one of two things. Your oh, the shift drum shift. could be yeah. messed up, and it could not be engaging in third or. It could be uh, actual third gear is broken teeth, or the receiving gear is broken teeth. Uh, but no, you, you won't so, know until you get in there. But yeah. it, like again, like maybe less than a hundred par- bucks in parts. Would you ever drain the oil on a bike to inspect it that you're looking at buying? <laughs> Take your not. own oil yeah. jug. <laughs> see what kind of four hundred dollars is. I think it's worth no. the gamble. Hey, your bike's full of gold. Did <laughs> 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 you catch that damn shit? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think for four hundred dollars, if you could get it for four hundred bucks, it'd be worth the gamble. Yeah. I did, cool. I would uh, see. Had I known you guys were doing this, I would have saved the ad for my Craigslist bike, <laughs> and I would have changed it to the Craigslist killer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So um, I asked Bagel to come up with a compelling argument. Um, when we were out on our ride today. I saw a guy coming down the street on a scooter. Now I make fun of scooter riders all the time and their flip flops. And I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what this guy's wearing. And he came by and I saw he was actually wearing the preferred boot for scooters. That they make in Australia? Uggs. Uggs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not. You sound like SpongeBob. And, <laughs> and I thought, you know what? You know, I like Bagel, and he keeps trying to tell us how cool scooters and scooters are. But it's, yeah, I haven't really heard anything compelling. So I said, Bagel, convince us. Give me, give me some reasons why scooters are badass. What, what, what I you can got give for you us? a two. Okay, I can give you a two-word one actually. What's that? Scooter girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what'd you yeah, come up with, Nagel? Totally. Convince us. Okay. Scooters and scooters are badass. Okay, I've come up with quite a list here, so bear with me. Um, the first point that I wanted to touch on is the fact that scooters typically are easy to work on. Now, something that I think everyone here can appreciate is that 
when we all wrench, everyone here wrenches, when it comes to wrench on something, it's much more pleasant to wrench on something that's easy to work on and pretty simple and straightforward than something that's a huge pain in the ass. Am I right? That's a good point. Okay. Or that has too many fairings. Right. Yeah, that too. And, um, you know, so, so scooters typically tend to be fairly simple machines. They're fairly easy to work on, um, even for novice mechanics. Uh, parts availability is actually surprisingly good for most scooters, um, especially vintage Vespas. And parts are generally pretty reasonably priced. So for somebody who's looking to get into bikes, especially if they plan on, they're planning on wrenching, scooters can be a you know pretty good entry point. Okay. And um, tires also is another point that is very cheap compared to oh, motorcycles or car tires. Yep. Um, your typical scooter tire will cost you somewhere between thirty and eighty bucks, depending no on what you get. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be perfect wow. for a town. Yeah. So. Um, you know, and, and and tires are usually pretty easy to change on a scooter. Um, especially you can carry spares with you. Yes, some bikes, especially vintage bikes, will have mounts for spares, so you can ca- carry a whole spare wheel and tire. So if you get a flat by the side of the road, pop the old wheel off, put this one on, boom, you're and you're on your way. That's uh, pretty good. Yeah, it's very handy, it's very dope. convenient. Um, and even when you have to change the tire itself, say you get home with your flat. Um, the old, especially the vintage scooters have split rims so that you just unbolt the rim from both sides of the tire <laughs> take the old tire and tube no off sp- put the how new many, ones how on how many pounds are you putting in that no split spoons rim, needed uh, typically uh, for the rear it's going to be about 25 the front's okay. about 18 that's pounds. not horribly dangerous no yeah. no and um, and they're very they're very convenient very uh, very simple to, to work on um, and even even if it's a, a tubeless tire um, it's pretty easy to change uh, you know small tire on a, on a small bike so so they uh okay i'm liking what i'm hearing yeah so for for somebody who likes to wrench scooters are a great option yeah um scooters are also surprisingly fun especially surprising to those who have never ridden them before oh yeah <laughs> scooters uh, are fun yes how how can a scooter possibly be fun well it's something you've actually mentioned before that it's a lot more fun to ride a slow bike fast than it is to ride a fast bike slow it's compelling okay yes mm-hmm. um because when you're then uh, even if you're riding at the same speed like on a fast bike and a slow bike it's more exciting riding that, that speed on a slow bike right. because you're really pushing the limit of the bike and it's, it's the it's the head wobble that that makes it more fun right <laughs> yeah the, 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 shake. No. the little 10 inch tires going <laughs> <laughs> well that's part of the thrill yes um but um so so it, and it's it's true for motorcycles as well as scooters obviously um and uh, having ridden roads like the Tail of the Dragon and countless mountain roads in Santa Cruz, I can attest to how much fun it is to ride those on scooter. Do you drag anything? <laughs> uh, if you if you want to push it, sure, you can drag stuff. Yeah, uh, I've dragged racing leagues. But... Yeah, you can drag floorboards. Uh, you can yeah. drag your your center stand. You can drag the uh, the transmission case. The wow. uh, yeah. This, <laughs> so you're, if you push you're it, comparing a lot of these these. Um, points to motorcycles have you taken a motorcycle up into the hills like you have a scooter you um, personally no i haven't actually not a motorcycle but i can say that the scooter so, is a hell of a lot of fun i got a scooter sized motorcycle you can borrow if you want to <laughs> you have a grom <laughs> no no i got the i got the cbr 250 yeah you know what uh, okay. i think you have a, a lot single. of fun on that dude i could it's in fact possible. I, I call that the uh, okay, i call well, that the scooter cycle let's give him a chance to convince us before we it's bullshit man it's gonna be a tough sell i'm telling you so uh another point that that uh, a lot of people appreciate is the style of scooter 
scooters. Oh yeah. Um, scooters have have typically put a lot of emphasis on style for a long time, going back to their origins back in the '40s. And uh, lots lots of scooters have swooping curves, harmonious lines, and a sleek look. Uh, and some have even been designed by world class design studios, uh, such as uh, Bertoni, who designed the uh, Series Three Lambretta, which is one of the most iconic scooters of all time. Um, vintage Vespas also have been known to have some of the sexiest asses in the motoring world. <laughs> yeah, just, just, to, just look up a picture of that the ass. rear shot of a Vespa and yeah, do <laughs> So They got junk in the trunk. Yes. And, Quite um, literally sometimes. Uh, that's an extra wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I realize not all scooters have the same style, especially since the 80s. They've, they've kind of we'll let that go. No, we'll just skip over and forget the 80s. Don't but, worry about it. But there are there are still some scooters that have that have gone back to, to cl- more classic styling that, that are vi- very visually appealing. So that can be a draw uh, for a lot of people as well. Uh, another thing about scooters that I think is is appealing is how flickable they are. Now everyone thinks of scooters as being small vehicles, and they think small is not safe. But small with a shorter wheelbase actually makes the scooter much more uh, responsive in handling. Now, because they're so sensitive for people who are used to riding motorcycles, that can be very disconcerting because it feels very very twitchy compared to what you normally would ride on a, on a motorcycle. But once you get used to it, you really can appreciate how how yeah how much fun they can be to throw around in really tight turns and twisties and, and in corners um, because there's there's not just a short a short wheelbase which gives you a very tight turning radius it also has the scooters are typically very lightweight so you really just need to think about going through a turn and it'll just go and that you know once you get get used to how a scooter handles it can be a hell of a lot of fun yeah and um and, and certainly is a lot more fun uh to throw through the twisties than a big heavy bike could be so um what is an agree but uh, and one other thing too is that uh, because scooters are so light your center of gravity is actually higher than it would be in a motorcycle so it forces you to learn how to uh, to throw your body weight around more than the scooter when you're going into turns you know when, when you're on a motorcycle you you tend to lean yourself and the bike over into a turn right. with a scooter you you're almost you're almost at a, a better off leaning your body more over more kind of like how you know motorcycle and motorcycle races people hang off the bike well when you do that on the scooter it gives you a much much greater advantage because you you have you the center of gravity is within you rather than in the bike so you throw yourself over and you're going to cor- you'll be able to corner a whole lot harder yeah. and so so it can actually help teach you that skill which might be harder to learn on a motorcycle would you say that like a 250 Vespa on some of our tight twisty roads could outrun like a 250 CBR. That's depends on the pilot. Though. I smell that's, a challenge. That's going to depend. <laughs> you know, honestly, they they would probably the they would probably be pretty pretty closely matched because there's. Race, it's only race, so fast race. you can go, you know, in some of these turns, Walk no matter what you're riding. from Dead Man's Curve. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but anyway, so, yeah, so so there's, you know, there's a lot of fun you can have with the way that, that scooters can handle in, in the twisties and, in, I, in the I, turns. I want to make a point about the economy, because I've at, uh, of scooters. <coughs> a, a friend of mine asked me, dude, I got to live in town. I need a way to get around mobile. I want to be able to split traffic. Can I get a small displacement bike? I'm like... If you if if economy and money is what you're concerned about, get a fucking scooter. It really you're is. You're saying because it holds its value. 
Not well. Aside yeah. from it holds yeah. its value depending but, on what you get. The fact that fuel economy, fuel economy, uh, a tire economy. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I want to point out that yeah, like, wear and tear on parts. You're not for you. you're not dealing with chains and sprockets. I want to point yeah. out that Bagel first came to me with a list saying, "Well, they're economical. They're um, yeah. they're cute." And I'm like, "Okay, these are not badass. <laughs> <laughs> this is not badass." We're I can wear I can wear a bit. skirt when I wear yeah. a scooter. Yeah. Hey, can so I, I, uh, can hey, I say something? You can wear scooters? a skirt on a bike too. Sure. Go ahead, Jonathan. I I'm I am totally in the scooter camp. I uh, I, despite myself, I had a summer love affair with <laughs> Yamaha Vino 125 scooter. Oh, nice. And you know, one of the things that I think about scooters is that, um, and that I think about motorcycles in general is that, for me, it's always about the right bike for the type of riding that you do. And yep. at the time, I was living in downtown Chicago, and I had this Katana and um, an SV 650N. And I would walk, and and my, I had a girlfriend that had this Yamaha Vino 125, and all summer long, I find my found myself walking past my sport bikes to jump on the Vino 125 because for that environment where you're just going 30 miles an hour from stop sign mm-hmm. to stop sign, mm-hmm. yep. you know, and you know, like you're not you you don't have the the real estate to see 45 miles an hour even. It was just absolutely perfect for that. I liked that it was automatic. I liked that. Like its curb weight is like 210 pounds, you know, and I like yeah. that it had this big ass, uh, you know, place to put a bag of groceries underneath the seat. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. was, it would be no fun to ride out in the open, but it was just awesome for. Now, wasn't that on your list? Yes, actually, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, so no worries. Uh, but first, I wanted to talk about uh, another factor that I think uh, people would appreciate for the the coolness of it is the possibility of customization of scooters. Mm-hmm. Um, and this True. is something that probably not a lot of people know about outside of the scooter community, but there there are some very intense custom bikes that oh, people m- yeah. build. Um, especially in England, uh, they go all out on building custom bikes. Um, Japan even. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Japan. I've Japan seen some interesting like VW bug modeled scooters. I've seen like Vespa sidecar platforms. Yeah, there's some, there's someone who there's a you know, one that's gone around the internet a million times of a Lambretta Series One with a uh, Volkswagen bus sidecar. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's super cool. <laughs> but which I think was actually originally a mold for uh, go karts. But uh, but anyway, um, the, one of the great things about scooters is because they have uh, lots of body work. So that that offers a lot of basically it offers a huge canvas for customization. So people paint murals on the side panels. Um, People have gone crazy with uh, with engraving on scooters and gold plating, uh, all kinds of crazy paint Why would jobs. You do gold plating. I don't know. It's just it's just the style that they chose to go with. Because in fuck you, that's why. So why exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm just thinking like the heaviest metal out there. Of, yeah. yeah. Well, the, again, this is this is customization, so it's not really designed for practicality. This is all for show. This is true. This is so, true. yeah. So there's there's all kinds of things that can be can be done. You mentioned Japanese scooters; they go absolutely absolutely crazy um, with crazy pipes that stick up six feet in the air and stuff like that. <laughs> awesome. I mean, you, yeah. You really wow. should look up. Well, look up custom. Lambrettas, first of all, for the English style, and look look up custom Japanese scooters on the internet. There's bananas, no man. no shortage of madness. And that's be out sure there. to turn your safe search filter on. I saw yeah. <laughs> I, I saw a ruckus gang come through the mountains yep. the other day that I can. Oh yeah, yeah. yep. There's, Calls it a big ruckus. A little ruckus is actually <laughs> ruckus. already up. Ruckai. Yep. So um, there there's also been a very strong scooter scooter culture that's persisted throughout the years. Um, 
there's some films that featured scooters like uh, Roman Holiday, Quadrophenia, uh, Encino Man, Larry Crown, etc. That's right, Encino uh, yep. Man. Yes, you just actually mentioned the there. juice. Okay, do you actually just have Quadrophenia and Encino Man in the same? Yes, sentence? I did. <laughs> I'm just saying they're out there. That's all. Oh, wow. And anybody see this a broad sampling scooter? And, <laughs> and, and yeah, there's all kinds of crazy customs out there. So. But um, but there's been a, a the part of part of scootering has been a, a, a true subculture has persisted in, in Europe and the U.S., which uh, includes weekend camping rallies, gymkhanas, slow races, time trials, raffles, crazy group rides through town, uh, excessive alcohol consumption. Yeah, uh, the scooter yeah. rallies out there Night- are fucking insane yes uh nightly naked scooter riding uh riding through campfires riding naked through campfires all kinds of crazy stuff happens at scooter rallies uh and then of course there's the mods versus rockers events where you have a group of scooterists and a group of motorcyclists who get together um which are you know today these days are are done and fun but they hearken back to the 1964 riots in brighton where um the mods and rockers met and had all sorts of horrible fights and destroying property and stuff like that which has become legend and lore in motorcycling and scooter worlds um there's also scooter racing um both in the u.s and europe uh, it's a small group of people who who are into it that's crazy yes they race on usually on uh, go-kart tracks i can back um, somebody superimposed that over a supermoto <laughs> i know they did mike's showing us, Mike a, showing us a photo racing vespa <laughs> No, I'm and the, they're wearing full face That's actually, leathers. That is a racing Lambretta. Oh, actually. Lambretta? Stick guy right. straight serious. Yep. And he's yeah, they, they race with their full leathers and you know all safety gear, uh, safety wire, all that kind of stuff. Can I join the Riva and Jazz? They wouldn't want to get grass stains. Perhaps <laughs> uh, I don't know if they race Rivas, but maybe. Okay. Do they make leather scooters <laughs> free? I don't know about leather scooter skirts, um, but but there are also people that do all sorts of extreme things on scooters. People have ridden around the globe on scooters. Uh, I know I well knew somebody's passed away now, but he rode down to the tip of South America, Tierra del Fuego, yeah. on a vintage Vespa and rode back home. Um, I have a friend who rode up to Prudhoe Bay, Alaska, on her modern Vespa. So uh, what I you're have, saying is you can do the stuff you can do on a motorcycle, just slower. Um, <laughs> a little bit slower, but yeah, you can absolutely do it. Uh, fact, Sorry. Yep. So. We're running out of time on this segment, but what I want to do is, you've piqued my interest. I don't know about you all. Does Mm -hmm. it make you a little more interested to... Would you be I'll write anything with two wheels. I'll watch you do it. Would you be able to take some of us out to do a scooter run on, like, nine or something? When you say a scooter run... You like riding scooters? Can will you provide a scooter so we can take turns doing if I a couple can, of turns? If I can get some more of my scooters running, absolutely. <laughs> well, we can do the same one over and over. Well, we could well, take a day and then just sit there and just attack all the scooters and fix them, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's always a possibility, I, too. I yeah. would like to. I, I, I have not spent much time on scooters, mm-hmm. and I do mock them constantly. Mm-hmm. But I get to mock them because I actually like scooters. The reason I asked you to do this is because I know that there's a whole culture out there and you know well i'll tell you what when when i will let you guys know when there are some scooter rallies coming up and by all means you're pushing it <laughs> you should, you oh, should at no. least stop actually, by and check it out if you want to <laughs> scooter rallies are actually off the hook they really yeah are. if you want to i was just some vamp rallies to, are to fun cleveland moto yeah. and <laughs> he was talking about around. scooter rallies yeah. and it's like sounds pretty psycho yeah well i 
I would I'd like to I'd go to that. get together with you, Bagel, and I'd like to, you know, yeah, learn absolutely. a little bit more. I'm opening my mind. Yeah, I, I would be more than happy to let people take rides on scooters and see what they think. Um, okay. I, like I said, I've got lots, lots of scooters that need work, so it'll take me a little while to get them running. But once they are, then we will do that. Cool. Well, um, thank you for that. Sure. Um, this is a perfect opportunity to hear a word from our sponsor, Moto, Moto Bandido. Bandido. Hey, have you ever wanted to talk to your friends while you ride, but can't afford the expensive and poorly designed wireless communication systems? Well, we have the answer for you. Introducing the Moto Bandito two-can system that anyone can afford. Using time-tested and proven tin-can technology, we've updated the system with silicone nanochips that amplify signals transmitted over fiber-optic spider-silk-wrapped cables. And using aircraft-grade billet aluminum and CNC machining, we've created the best in helmet-to-helmet communications. Order now and receive the accessory helmet mount solar panel to charge the integrated amplifier battery, which will allow you to achieve a battery life of over 9,000 hours. Having trouble hearing your friend with your current headset? Not a problem with the Moto Bandito 2 can system. Our volume goes up to 11. Simple and effective and totally recyclable. This universal fit system uses an easy installation suction cup kit and the polyvinyl coating keeps water out and the sound in. So what are you waiting for? Go to motobandido.com and order yours today. That's B-A-N-D-I-D-O. And we're back. I'm about 50 of them things. <laughs> I'm first in line. Online. I'm first in line that's, online. Get out of my way. That's my mouth. Have, 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 have you even used up all your, uh, what, didn't you buy the 50 sex, of the sex toy toolkits? I uh, used 90% Did of it. Did you give them away for Christmas? You might want to clean them. You can reuse them then. For me to know and for you to find out. <laughs> so here's what I wanted to talk about. So... Zach um, agreed to take on the CB900C, which is a my project bike that's been sitting over in the corner. Um, that I had, you know, some grand ideas I could do with it. Um, the last bike I did was the XS750, and I did a front end swap on it, put the R1 front end because that was something I'd always wanted to tackle. I w- didn't know what was involved, you know. And and once you get into it, you realize there's so many other pieces of the puzzle tied into one another. You know, getting custom brake lines and this and that, and um, so I I want to see what you think you're going to do with the CB nine hundred C and what is involved with it, so um, we can you know pick you apart. We have a right. <laughs> we have documentation and blogging or kind of thing going on, taking photos and shit of it, and we should. It's have, called you know, a podcast. Well, I know, but like actual photos and stuff separate to the. Mm. We could do, do that. that. I know. Do that. I'll, I'll make that your responsibility. All right, no, that's yeah, fine. Not, I'll totally do it. I don't give a right. shit. Not not much has happened since it started, so it's still. I can just disconnect all the electrical, and that could be the before. So let's, <laughs> let's talk about what you're starting with. This is a bike that both Doug and I have modified before, but it, it was we, a perfect looking farm truck that it was worked. Fun. I know, and now it's a pile of unworking naked. Sh- 
So um, <laughs> we had previously taken all of the electrical out of the center of the bike and the battery and everything and relocated them. So when we undid everything we did, we just left it in a pile mm-hmm. for the next person to figure out what to do with it. Um, it has the stock tank, uh, stock wheels, engine and carb are stock, and then the front end is is stock. Oh, but I put uh, I took off the air shocks off the back because they suck, and put on some new new rear shocks. Yeah, those air shocks were. I'm sure they were okay. You know, 30, 40 years ago. But <laughs> so the first thing is you got to come up with a seat, and you chose the flat tracker seat that I had chosen. Yes. Right. And so you're starting to weld up some mounts for that. Yeah, their their mounts are bent. Um, they just need to be trimmed and fitted up, and then seat put the seat on them. So what's the next step? Um. Yeah, where's all the electrical gonna go? Yeah, the, all the electrical is gonna go under the seat, um, hopefully underneath, or just just above the bottom of the bars that go ben- the frame bars that go beneath the seat. So it should all be tucked right under the seat, and ideally put the battery kind of behind the tail light, tucked up on, under the seat as well. Okay. Um, leaving all the space underneath of that pretty much open. That's the plan for the electrical. Now, as you're doing this, I know you started making the mounts for the seat. Have you been checking the seat height and the comfort yeah. and the angle and everything? Yeah, I think I have it pretty pretty well. I have, I have a pretty good sense of of where it is. The front's definitely good. Um, the front mount's pretty much ready to go. It's the rear mount that I have to still have to trim up and do. And I, I'm trying to get it so that the bottom of the seat runs parallel to the frame bars that go underneath as well so i get the nice kind of parallel look yeah that's something i pointed out to you that people forget about the aesthetics too yes as you're dealing with just function you also got to look at your lines because it's worth it in the end to be Mm -hmm. aware of all that so even something as simple as just making seat mounts to put a seat Mm -hmm. there's a lot of detail this so what next do you want to do with it? What else do you want to swap out? And then as we're talking too, I also want to hear for other people like Doug or Nock, what projects do you want to tackle you haven't done? Because I like doing these things that are mm-hmm. a challenge that you learn from. My, well, my attitude about it right now is, well, let's, let's put a seat on it. Let's This is how I want to do the wiring. Let's tuck that up there. Let's do all that and then take a look at it and say, okay, where do I want to take it? From there, I don't. I don't know if I have a, a grand, a grand scheme of what I want to do with it. You know, I might look at it and say, "Is that white seat? Maybe I want that to be a different color. Maybe I want to, you know, and kind of looking, looking through over time and trying to do that. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I've I've got it running, so I kind of believe now that it will that it will run. You got any sketches drawn up of what it's going to look like? No, I probably That's should. Helpful. Yeah, just take a side should. profile shot of it and. Uh, print it out and just doodle some shit over it yeah it's really helpful visual aid yeah um but yeah so you know i think next and once i get the seat on i'm gonna try to get it um and the electrical then i think i'm gonna try to basically get it so that i can start it when i whenever i need to and then start working on the engine because the engine it needs you know you look at the carbs brakes and do the all the it functional probably needs stuff. a valve job exactly yes oh but, like a lash adjustment or something but try yeah. to try to get it so that the engines actually i can start the engine whenever i want before i start doing engine work and it, it yeah. doesn't involve an hour of trying to hook up like connections and whatnot to try to get it to run to <laughs> check my work and somebody and it might have been me but i'm just gonna say somebody took off what are we missing the brake reservoir the clutch 
the, the whole clutch lever assembly is that, gone. That was that was me and James because we were trying to put a clutch on it, and um, the only clutches that we could find, uh, and obviously you pointed one out. No, I'm like saying this, it's but... gone. It used to have one. It, one got borrowed off of the bike. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know well, where it went. Well, it sat around it, too long. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, that bike has it has separate controls and a separate clutch. They're two separate pieces on the handlebar. Yeah, hmm. and so the clutch was gone, but the controls were there. So me and James pulled off the controls and put on another set of controls so that we could have a clutch on it just so that we could get it started but um, I'm hoping to put the original controls on and put so a new clutch on what other big things do you want to do because you, what kind of headlight do you want to put on do you want That's to do true. front end swap different handlebars um, different uh, gauges uh, what are you thinking with it uh, a front end swap could be cool um, but I I am not interested in spending that that kind of money okay um, to be to be frank and uh, for headlight, you know, I think one of the one of the more classic headlights that you're showing me. I think the longer one is a little better. The was that the the matte black one with right. So Douglas, do you th- are there any projects that you've kind of had in the back of your mind that you want to conquer sometime? Oh, I've always wanted to stick a two stroke in a in a in a regular uh, four stroke frame. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah. you know it'd be a cool project it'd actually be more economical just to buy a street legal two stroke I'm talking like yeah. modern supermoto not not vintage slow ass two stroke yeah engine swap is something I've never you know just done. illegally do one uh, just put like a CR500 mm. in, in a really light frame and just you know rocket engine paper plate ouch theory <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know if you want to lose your license this is what you do um, <laughs> I've always wanted to do something like that um, just to have way more power than you need but I mean, you you can get street legal two strokes online. Uh, I see them. They're not. Yeah, they're not. They're not like unicornish. You can yeah. get. But the point of it is something that you want to do to learn how right. to do it. You know, like um, Zach, uh, you have a little bit of metal shaping experience, yes, or just welding. Uh, yes, yes, but more not not so much map gas and hammer technique, more forge and anvil technique. So um, there's little things like, you know, the detail how the flat tracker seat, which is goes straight across, goes to the tank, which is curved. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so knock, if you have a straight edge and a curved tank, how, how would you cosmetically come up with a solution to, to make the aesthetics fit I'd better? I'd draw it up first, and then I'd take a block of foam and then carve a shape and use that as, as a mold or a guide. And then mm-hmm. I'd take a couple of blocks of wood laminate them carve the block of wood into shape and then beat the metal over it so you have repeatability as a die or you could just beat the shit out of it so some different (laughs) options so again these are the kind of projects you just do just for the fun Mm -hmm. so we have these two these two different pieces that join that don't fit right you can actually put an extension on the tank a cosmetic extension you can mm-hmm. make it out of fiberglass you can make it out of right. metal or you can just completely hide it and, or yeah. you could extend the seat pan to shape and form that so those are things maybe you hadn't even thought yeah. of a possibility or you could even cut the, sh- the seat pan to make it shorter to fit the tank potentially yes. yeah um I, I i did that on my yes. chopper i actually had the two sides of the gas tank had little sharp points so that it came how do i say like 
it, the end of it was horseshoe shaped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it came around the seat. Came around the seat a little more, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they were just these little triangles that yeah. welded onto it. It's it's largely depends on what the materials made out of. If it's if you're going to do fiberglass, you're probably bred off and mocking it up in foam and building a building a mold out of it. If you're going to do metal, you, you know, and you want repeatability, it uh, <clears throat> pounding it over form might might be helpful. Mm. You know. Um, Adrian, have you ever had any projects you wanted to do just to figure out how to do it? Um, I wanted to do some more fiberglass work. Yeah. Um, just I, for shaping. Um, I tried once. It was ill. Didn't turn out to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I should yeah, try again. Fiberglass is heavy, though. Yeah. yeah. It's involved. Oh, fiberglass, carbon fiber, if I got yeah. the spark ash. Um, wouldn't mind trying to do, in terms of full bike, some dirt monstrosity. <laughs> oh, you mean like a, an R1 with dirt tires? Uh, or something? That's been done, but <laughs> right. um, yeah, something along those lines. Or like, um, oh, I, we had, we interviewed them a while ago, and uh, where they took the BMW, put the longer swing arm on it, put dirt tires on it, yeah. that sort of thing. I wouldn't mind doing. Now, Bagel, you had a custom you always kind of wanted to do. Well, it's an idea to build a, a custom dirt scooter, uh, extend <laughs> extend do, the, do the front exist? linkage. No, but you could make one. <laughs> That's my thought. Extend the front link on the the front suspension. Extend the the engine down and back out out of the rear, and you got some some extra travel. Um, put some knobbies on it and call it good. No, I'd actually reinforce the frame as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you yeah. probably would need to reinforce the frame, <laughs> but then you can call it good. Yeah, Jonathan, how about you? Oh. Had anything you've ever wanted to do? <laughs> no, you know I'm uh, I'm I'm not as far along as you guys. I just really want to learn to work on motorcycles. I'm I'm not. I haven't gotten as far as trying to make like you know half of this and half of that. I yep. just want to know how to make them, how to take ones that don't run and make them run. I want to figure out how to make that six volt XL175 into a 12 volt system and have headlights <laughs> that you can see at night. Mm-hmm. I bet somebody uh, makes a conversion kit for them. Rip everything out. <laughs> new stator. Yeah, new stator. Yeah. New stator and a new reg rack. Yeah. yeah. What? Um, so, Zach, are there any other things on that like that y- you want to try and do? Um, are you still so new to it? You're not even sure. I'm not even sure, and I mean, it, my my way of my way of working usually is like try this, okay, that you know, I, that kind of changed that. Look at it again, like think about it for a little while, try to figure out next step, and you know, it, it less like make a direction and pick it, and more like kind of work on it and see where it goes. You know, one thing I've always wanted to figure out how to do is to take modern um, calipers. And no, do the do a bracket to offset and them. Yes. And yeah. Put we modern brakes. We got Alan with, with a CNC machine across the street. Mm. I just I haven't even gotten that far to figure out how to put. But to put modern brakes onto some of our older bikes would be that's, so cool. That would be cool. It's, it's easy. It's, it's called easy. getting a new bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a matter of just fabbing a bracket, really. Yeah. yeah. Like just a little centering everything. Yeah, because the bracket looks clear. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna work out the geometry for that. But, but this is exactly why I, I started this conversation with Zach. Is like we go, like, oh yeah, you just have to, you know, just fabricate that, or oh, you just have to swap that out. It's like, but when you get into it, and Douglas, you've yeah. learned this well, lesson. Mm-hmm. The one thing you get you into learn, things, it's like, oh, yeah, see, by fabbing it like for the break in the bracket mounts, I'd pull up a CAD program at that point. Yeah, just I mean, to get the radial, you get the offset right. But yeah, I mean, take the CAD file, go to Alan, go, please make, and you're set. Yeah. So number one is. Do you is, want me to get you a CAD program? <laughs> number one is never give up. 
Never surrender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because number two, it always takes longer than you think. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I, have fun. And costs more. Try to have fun when you're doing it. I, yeah. will, I will say it took me the entire day to make one bracket and just bend another one. Yep. Just make sure it's not. Well, yeah, you're you got to the second one, man. Prototypes it, are costly in time. That, that particular corner of the shop was also really busy that day. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah, everybody wanted the corner by the drill press. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Liza, sure uh, not your only bike too. Oh, oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. You don't need to ride it home at five, Liza. <laughs> yeah. What? Surprise, motherfucker! Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! Guess what time it is? It's time for the game. Know your bike. Uh, yeah. I was banking on the fact y'all would never get your shit together to do this. <laughs> you wrong, man. You so wrong. Knock and I put this together. Uh, so, so how good. this works, you guys? I don't know if you know, but uh, I'm gonna ask Liza about ten questions about. Uh, no, no, get the get, fuck get off the goddamn phone. Up. This is bullshit. Get get your phone. No, get, get no, her phone. Don't do I'm this. checking my email. Bullshit. Oh yeah. Okay. Put it down. Put the phone. So down. we ask her questions, and then uh, if she cannot answer it, the peanut gallery has a chance to answer it, and then we tally up the score at the end, and whoever wins, uh, who's keeping score here, wins. That's that's it. Yeah. I, got, I got a thing right here. Okay, cool. So is my sour face coming through the microphone? Yep. Yes. I can feel you. Uh, the hate is emanating. <laughs> Be, we we chose uh, the first round of questions um, uh, about Ducati because you owned a Ducati. You owned a 900 yeah. SS, didn't you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool bike. So, question number one. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Where is Ducati headquartered? And you have to be the city. Not, yeah. Not just, you know. Not just, uh, Italy. Not just in Ducati land. Yeah. <laughs> Milan. And peanut Gallery. Anybody know? Sicily. Bologna. Yeah. Pontedera. Who, Who said, said Bologna? That? Bologna sounds good. Ah, uh, Adrian got it. Bologna. That's a lunch meat. Yeah, I can also read over his shoulder. All right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing that one. The answer was Bologna, Italy. Okay. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Uh, question number two. Name one of the four founders of Ducati. There's there's four dudes. Are any of them named Ducati? Their last names are Ducati. Yeah. We'll give, that. We'll give you that. Um, Enzo Ducati. No. Mario Ducati. Paolo Ducati. No. Fabrizio. No. Desmo. No. No. Anybody got Penagale one? Penagale Ducati. <laughs> Antonio. Hold on. Multistrada Ducati. Pizza Ducati. Mario. No, one. not Mario. Luigi. Not Luigi either. Oh, Vittorio. All right. Jesus. So there was Antonio hey, I said Cavalieri Ducati. Adriano Cavalieri Ducati. There's Bruno and Marcello. Were these brothers? Uh, and if I'm bastardizing that pronunciation, please, sorry. You are. Um, so yeah, it's four four uh, brothers that that founded it. Um, I got all right, one question number three. <laughs> Did you actually say it? I said Antonio. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm gonna give that. You to mean the one of the fifty names that were being shouted yes. out? Yes. 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 In the in the, in the free for all after that. When that. when was the company founded? Oh, Ducati was founded in. <laughs> no looking, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking up there? <laughs> Which poster has the answer? Hold on. Not 19... the Spice Girls poster. 
1929. No. Go ahead, take a guess. 1908. No. 1921, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. No, I'm giving that to nobody. 16, 15. 1950. 1946. Oh. All right. Okay, so you had a Ducati 900SS. What were the production years for that bike? Okay. Well, they. There was, I'll give you a hand. There's two different runs. Yeah, they changed in 96, I think. Well, no. No, 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 no. They changed components. I know the 95 was better than the 96. Um, uh, I'm going to go bracket. with 92 to 2002. No, you're completely wrong. Anybody else? No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Oh, I forgot about those early, like the early nine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the SS, the no, no, no. Well, because <laughs> they had the 750 SS. When did the 900 SS? I'm going to say 92 to 2002. No. <laughs> Everyone I've ever seen uh, It was 72 to 81, and then from 88 to okay. 07. So, wow. Okay. This is, uh, nobody's guessing this damn shit. <laughs> all right. We all Ducati. can't afford the, we can't <laughs> afford the coat to go with the Ducati. Yeah. yeah. Right. We're what was the, the uh, what was the dry weight of the, the 900SS? The one that you had. The dry weight was 397. <sighs> that's, that's within 10 pounds. I'll, that I'll 10? give it to yeah, you. That, yeah, that's. I'll give it yeah. to ding, you. Ding, ding. It was, uh, actually four... Uh, four fourteen. Oh. So that's no. I'm yeah. sorry, twenty pounds. Yeah, yeah but yeah. that's, yeah. that's within the like yeah. motorcycle fudge weight. Right. Uh, oh, dry weight or what? Or wet weight? Uh, <laughs> he actually did say dry weight. He said I dry, say weight. dry weight. Uh, okay, so moving on to Yamaha because you have how many Yamahas? You have two. Uh, one. Right now. You have two. Two. Oh yeah, there's two right there's there. Two two right there. They're both 1979. Of, uh, there's another Yamaha bike. that yeah. keeps so, going. Uh, I think. Okay, what uh, what year was Yamaha founded? Yamaha was founded in 1954. No. Eh. No. Anybody Not else? Really. Anybody else? 17. But Yamaha doesn't only make motorcycles, so. Right. Yeah. yeah. 1917. We're getting that. Mm, complete other. No, nope. nobody knows. 1839, 1846, 1846. Okay. Wait, can we no. do this like the prices right? Where the wrong if you're century. Close to the year. <laughs> That's what we're gonna wrong do. Wrong century. 1887. Holy crap! Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's when they made the first vacuum. Yep. What was the first thing? Uh, what What did they first produce? Oh. Vacuums. <laughs> yeah. You have to let her answer first. She's, he already said it, <laughs> and that's wrong. Oh. Yamaha. Um, Industrial. I know what they make. Okay. Uh, can I give you a hint? That? No. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know um, what it is. What are the symbols of a Yamaha? Oh. They made tuning forks. <laughs> no. Not quite. No, they made musical instruments. I was going to say it, yes. Guitar. No. No, Since pianos. this is such a low-scoring no. game, I'll give that to her. Yeah. Uh, pianos. It's yeah. pianos and reed organs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Wait, so how do you get from a how do you get from a clarinet to a six fifty SV? I'm just saying. Read engine, read organs, reads the two strokes, reads. Where is Yamaha headquartered? Where where are they located? Soksisoko. What? He just made that up. <laughs> I just like Ching Chong China. No. Oh, Ching Chong China. Very close. Anybody? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yokohama? <laughs> no. Nagasaki. No. It's no. Hamamatsu. No. That no. sounds made up too. Wait, wait, wait. That's not yeah. the place where Mr. Miyagi was. <laughs> okay, now. Wait, did we mess this up? No, no. It's Hamamatsu. Oh, it's Hamamatsu Shizuoka. Yeah. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Who's winning? I think, Barely. I think. Doug, you know what you get? F plus. I think Doug's winning on the accents. Yeah. Uh, you're okay. So you have sitting in the corner. What is that? The SR five hundred. Oh, you don't this get is a why point you're for asking that. me questions. You don't okay. get a point for that. But uh, <laughs> what year was the? What years were the SR five hundred produced? <sighs> okay. Oh, they only made it. Why you asked me this early and I took a guess? So I'm just going to say 77, 81? No. Anybody else? 75 to 92. No, no. but closer. Mm. Anyone else? 78 to 99. Mm. Really? Yes. 89. I had no Yeah. Uh, is that in Japan or America? I don't know. Oh. Doesn't matter. For <laughs> <laughs> the sake of the game, right. it does not matter. Okay, so uh, over here you have an XS 750. Yes, correct. I do. The triple. Yes. What years were the XS 750 produced? Okay. And the when was the displacement raised to 850? The 850. Okay, so that would have been uh, that was. Uh, Seventy. This okay. The seven fifty was seventy. Mm. Trying to remember when I've looked up parts on eBay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it switched to an eight fifty. Like the next year, I think eighty or eighty, eighty or eighty one. It was pretty soon. But um, the seven fifty came out. I'm gonna say seventy two. No. <laughs> you get half a point because you guessed they, they raised the eight, to 850 at uh, 80 and 81. Which yeah. you said 80 and or 81. We'll it give was, it to it was you. 80, yeah. So 76 to 81. Six, and then in 80, they raised the, the CCs to 850. 75? 75 was the 750? No, 76. 76 ah. to 81. Okay. Yes. So you get half a point. <laughs> I'll make a half line here. All right. Since there's no tiebreaker, any, uh, you get a bonus question. Bonus uh, question! Who was the founder of Yamaha? <laughs> Mr. <What>? Yamaha. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> no! <laughs> you lose points because you, like, you can't just say yeah. Mr. Yamaha. Yeah. You get a, you, you minus half a point if you yeah. just say Yamaha. <laughs> yep. So you either get no points or you lose half a point. Soko gotta... Soko. <laughs> Yamaha. <laughs> Antonio Yamaha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Anybody else? Mario? Uh, Juan? No. <laughs> Mario. No, it's no, Torakusu Toraku- Yamaha. 
Oh yeah, I, yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. All right. Well, that sucked because you guys don't. You guys don't know shit. <laughs> I couldn't even change my brake pads today. <laughs> 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 Are you kidding me? That was great. <laughs> and the final question: How many spokes on the front wheel? I was about to say. Of um, your, your. Of your. XS750. Yeah. The XS750 has the R1 cast wheel. Yeah, sure. <laughs> how many? I was going to say how many smokes on the SR500. How many? Six. Wrong. No. Uh, Zero. I can't count. <laughs> I'm at five. It's five. Five smokes. Five. five. Mm-hmm. But how many are on the rear? I don't know. Six. <laughs> hmm. Eight. Oh, Riddle geez. me that. All right. Well, that's that's it for that. How well does Lazanora bikes? Uh, not yeah, that not great. So well. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't ask me about the verses. I'm still not sure, if it's, not sure if it's carbureted or fuel injected. I've never looked. <laughs> what colors did they come in? I know that. What's the name of it? <laughs> well, thanks for playing. Uh, turns out we all don't know as much as we think we do. Yep. We've that was fun anyway. Right. I kudos to you all for actually getting your shit together because I really <laughs> it's like just yeah, you got threatened, you, but you got to keep underestimating us. Yeah, just, <laughs> it's easier to deliver that yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, so um, Zach, we'll keep up with your project. Yes. And you know, think big, and then we'll tell you no, you can't do that. Yes. <laughs> Basically. Put you on the right track. No, seriously, think big though, because we'll help you if it works, and we'll we'll help you sort it out. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everybody email us. Um, we will read them and we will respond and uh, tell us you're up to butt bike and uh, tell us uh, some projects you're working on. Yeah, we got a phone number you could call in too. What's the number, Liza? I believe that is 831 291 5112. Yeah, go ahead and give us a jingle. Uh, yeah, order a pizza. That's the voicemail. Uh, call us and leave a message. Order a pizza. And uh, we'll we'll play it on the podcast. So, uh, oh, you can email us at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook, Recycle Santa Cruz slash... No, no. Recycle Santa Cruz. I don't say this shit. Facebook at Recycle. Facebook.com slash Recycle... Santa yeah. Cruz, you'll, just, you'll find it. Don't worry. Yeah, it's a search uh, bar for Recycle Santa Cruz, and then check out our website at motorcyclesandmisfits.com. Yeah, and for all of you who rate us on iTunes, we really appreciate it. We check them out, and yeah, thank you. We love getting that stuff, man. Yes, when uh, yeah, when I'm feeling down, I go to our iTunes. Get page iTunes. <laughs> I need to pick and read up. Yeah. <laughs> the nice things people say, and it just oh. picks me right up. Wow, oh, you're <laughs> saying. <laughs> Never mind. And buy our swag. We got swag. So, yeah, we got uh, T-shirts. The sweatshirts are almost all gone. (gasps) No. No. Really? I I didn't get one of those yet. two larges left. Two larges left. No shit. I'll take one. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'll take one. There's one left. I'll take one one that'll fit. So, I think we are wrapped up. Thanks again for putting up with us. This is Liza. (laughs) Doug. Adrian. That was Lucas's engine. (laughs) (laughs) And Bagel. Mike. Jonathan. I am still Zach. And we out. Cool, cool.